Hey, what's up? Episode four. So I'm Carrie Fick. Lisa Faust. And we are the Filterless Females um, coming to you this evening to talk about something that's been talked about a lot, but we really think that we need to spend more time on it um, from our point of view. So school's out for summer. I feel like I should just start rocking out right now. School's out for summer. I had an English teacher in high school who legit played that song on the last day of school every year. And my locker was right by his, um, my junior year, even though he was the teacher I had my sophomore year. And we would, like, jam out. All he would do the entire day is play that song. Ugh. Awesome. Awesome. So fun. So a little bit of intro of what we're going to talk about on this episode, just so you guys know, Um, if you haven't figured out yet from the way we talk and what we say, we live in New York State. And we we just found out this past week that um, the state has determined that no kids will be returning to school this academic school year. And we all saw it coming, but I think, mm-hmm. you know, some of us, me raising my hand right now, were <laughs> hopeful that maybe there was a little bit of time. I kind of always had that, you know, as like state by state, you know, like Florida's not going back. Pennsylvania's not going back. This right. state's not going back. I'm like, but I get it. Some some states end a lot earlier than us. I'm like, but if we get out of this by like the end of May, there's still a month. Like, why can't they go back for a month? But you know, the deeper we get into this pandemic, the more we realize that it's so much more than just staying home and then running out your house as soon as they like unlock the door. And, you know, you can't just like run across the road without looking, you're going to get hit by a truck. So, you know, there's a lot of measures that need to be taken and we know it's safer for everybody, but it still sucks. So it leaves a lot of parents with a lot of questions, um, a lot Mm -hmm. of heartache, a lot of mixed emotions, or maybe not knowing what to feel, and that's okay too. So we're going to be having a guest on our episode this evening. I'm Um, so excited for this guest. I know. So we'll be looping her in shortly. Um, She is a teacher she has some insights for us and you know I'm not going to say that we're bringing in someone that's going to give us all the answers because the thing here is nobody has the answers there are there are no answers I keep telling my mom that um she is uh definitely consuming lots and lots of media and waiting for a plan and I keep telling her there really isn't a plan at this point I think it's more still survival And we're going to try this and see if it works. And maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But I don't think there's a specific plan set up. So now that they have determined that school is a no-go, that's the first quote-unquote plan, I believe, that New York State has really started to Mm -hmm. lay down since we've been forced into quarantine. I mean, but really the plan is there is no plan. There is no plan. (laughs) There is no plan. And it was very specific. So I stopped watching daily updates on the news of what's going on. I don't, I don't yeah, want to know I anymore. about five weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, I watched very little of it to begin with. I Same. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of the news um, because I think it just gets people worked up in unnecessary ways. I, you know, get the facts that I need and that's how I, and then I, I just go from there. I read the paper every Sunday 
Um, I think for me, it's just, it's so repetitive that I feel like, and that's just news in general. It isn't specific to this time. Um, It's in general. Uh, My husband loved CNN. He loved watching Fox News. He loved watching news in general. um, And that's the house he grew up in. And my in-laws still are very, very involved in media and, uh, you know, watch it all the time. For me, it was more just the thing that happened in the background. Yeah. Um, well, I was a journalism major. So, I mean, I, you know, have somewhere in me, the love for news. I think it's just, it's so much, there's so much that can be taken out of context so much that can make you worry when you don't need to so I just I get what I need to know and like that's it and I used to watch like the you know 11 o'clock news before I went to bed every night and Mm -hmm. I just I kind of stopped I just I don't want to get myself worked up at certain times of the day but I did tune in to the governor's update when I saw you know the breaking news headline that kids were definitely not going back to school and I um you know really just, you know, it was like five minutes and I'm like, okay, I'm done. So we're, um, we're going to loop in Jane and yes. So, um, I, as Carrie loops her in, I'll just give you a little bit of background on her. Uh, she is one of my best friends in the world. We've been best friends since our first day that we met each other back in 2002, as little spring chicken babies and she's got this super awesome background and I'm gonna leave it at that so that way she can kind of tell you a little bit about herself um, what she does and then what she feels as a teacher for special needs children um, what this is going to do so hey Jane Hey, perfect timing. Like legit, perfect timing. I just finished your intro. (laughs) Yes. So um, not too much of an intro, just that uh, basically we know you. So we're going to let you get into the meat of it. So Jane, please tell everyone about yourself. So I'm Jane. I'm a special education teacher for 12 years. And our job as teachers has just gotten very interesting with this whole COVID-19. So interesting. Um, I just learned something new about you, Jane. You're, you're a COVID-19 person. I'm a coronavirus. Um, I'm the Rona. Um, So (laughs) I think, I think we've got it all covered here. I'm definitely at the Rona stage of this pandemic. So, um, very, very interesting Obviously, to hear people say COVID nineteen. Tell me the professional is that we totally just brought on. Like, oh my gosh, this we just brought on a professional just like, calling it. <laughs> this just like totally legit, like proved everything about the facts that she's going to bring to us today because yes. <laughs> she's clearly way more professional than us and the Rona. So we're going to have Jane talking while I'm slurping my tea because I'm still drinking it at night, Alisa. Oh, I am drinking water right now out of my uh, snarky tea bottle. It says, keep on snarking. Yes. And we're going to be bringing you an update as we get deeper into it. But Elisa and I started a snarky tea detox. More to come on that later because we're going to try. Probably a whole episode in itself. (laughs) It probably will be. But in because we're talking about school, um, I think we're going to try to put on our 
focus hat oh, yes. and like okay. really like definitely we're gonna do a good we're gonna try all right i mean e for effort here people so <laughs> it's the highest grade we're gonna get jane jane can greet us at the end if she needs to <laughs> um so a little bit about um what i really want to focus on t- um in our talk and what's really heavy on my heart is I'm hearing this news and like we were saying earlier, we knew this news was coming for us in New York state, but I mean, Mm -hmm. there was a little bit of, you know, denial Mm -hmm. for me. You know, I have family and friends who are teachers in New York state and they've been telling me for a month, we're not going back. And I'm like, no, no, like Mm -hmm. we gotta go back. We gotta, um, and we know it's hard for a lot of kids. I mean, there's seniors in high school that are missing out on all those milestones and we can touch on that later. And I mean, I have a kindergartner who, you know, I think it affects me more than him, but you know, just knowing like, I get it. It's sad. Like he's not going to know that he missed his very first field trip ever because, you know, like kindergarten mm-hmm. is when that starts and that he gets to, you know, go to a zoo or whatever it is they were going to do. I don't even know, but yeah. he's not getting that. Um, he goes to, a private school and, you know, in kindergarten there, they're allowed to be on the track team. And, you know, he loves to run. And we were so excited that he got to, you know, like who's going to get to be on the track team. That that never happened. And, you know, kindergarten graduation, like maybe he doesn't care, but, you know, he's not going to get to make the little paper plate hat if that's what they do. And, (laughs) you know, I Um, feel like kindergarten has probably changed since the three of us were in kindergarten. Absolutely. Probably. (laughs) Um, but let well, me tell you, we like, are definitely going to touch upon all of that <laughs> we later will. in this um, episode, because but, I have a lot to say in my regards to when do you not have a lot to say? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, I was told by a couple of our fans that they did want me to talk more, which I thought was pretty surprising because I feel like I talk a lot. Hmm. Yeah, well, I do, too. And I know that. So we will give. Alisa, her time to shine. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but more about me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but more about Carrie. <laughs> this is not about me. This is about my other child who is developmentally disabled. And Jane, I know that you have a lot of experience with this because this is like, these are your people too. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I mean, there's so many different types of special needs and disabilities and what these right. kids are getting. But so, for my child, he has a developmental disability. Um, the condition he has is called spastic paraplegia type 52 because there's many different types. So he is like the specific type 52. He's one of three kids in the United States that are known to have this condition, one of 14 worldwide. So for him, school's just not about going to preschool and learning, you know, ABCs and what a circle and a square are, but he gets all his services at school so he was getting at the time the school closed he was getting pt three times a week ot twice a week speech four times a week vision once a week and on top of that we had just added outside services so he was getting hippotherapy outside of school once a week and aqua therapy outside of school once a week and that those places all got shut down too so you know he went from all these things and you know like Mm -hmm. really working on you know, what else can we do to get him towards his goals? So just everything's shut down. And now, you know, like 
to first year, like when we first heard schools for us were closing, we knew it was going to be five weeks. And that freaked me out. Cause I'm like, that's almost as long as a summer break. And he hasn't right. extended school year because he can't afford to miss out on summer. So now like, I mean, it's going to be potentially six months before this kid is mm-hmm. back in school. So it's been a long time. Yeah. Um, in the it's words, in the words of my husband, and I know it's what we're all thinking too. Um, what the fuck are we supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, unfortunately, a situation we're all learning from, uh, and kind of not just figuring it out as we go. We have to work as teams. Unfortunately, this is where we are. And so what you're saying is we need to invent new ways to use power tools. (laughs) Yeah. I I had to throw that (laughs) Jen Hatmaker quote in there because it was just lobbed up and Carrie and I love Jen Hatmaker. Shout out to her. Um, That's her quote. I just stole it. (laughs) Love it. <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, I think we need to look at this is a, a safety thing, and and if we do what we're supposed to, everything will be back to where it is. Hopefully by the fall. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you need to be in constant communication with your kids' teams and making sure that they're sending home act- activities that are reasonable and can be implemented by now, parents. Jane, how is your school sending activities? Are they digitally sending them or do kids actually have to go and pick them up? So most of our stuff is digital. Um, there is no face-to-face contact anywhere. We, I do not live in New York State, so I'm not, I don't follow the New York State stuff, but where I am, we're sending home weekly plans for students to parents and it's a Monday through Friday um, chart and each service provider fills in several activities for the week for the parents to do at home. And we've been getting that too. So I don't know if this is how your state is, but for New York state, what I'm seeing is that there's no, there's no common thread as to how like every school every district's Mm -hmm. kind of handling things differently so I know that you know my nieces and nephews are in like the public schools within our district and you know they use google classroom and they have like you know the district kind of Mm -hmm. has some plans and um they their teachers are sending additional stuff my oldest son who's in a private school is getting you know all the work from his teacher she's kind of giving us packets to last us two to three weeks at a time and I think at that point it was because that's how far out they were planning for and I think that's been really hard on our teachers here too is that you know I mean they weren't given this answer and I think they all kind of knew it was gonna come to this but they weren't told that so they weren't able to plan like they're Mm -hmm. planning basically almost week by week just to be told, like, no, like, I think they probably right. could have done things differently. I mean, it's nothing against the teachers. I think yeah. every teacher that I've interacted with through all this, um, they're doing amazing. I mean, they're working with what they've got. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nobody asked for this. Nobody's ever had to plan for this before. So it's unknown to everybody. And they're right. all doing amazing. Um, so I know where we Dante's are. Dante's teachers. Yeah. Sorry. The kids, the teachers so- 
we were told two weeks we'll be off of school for two weeks we're definitely coming back Mm -hmm. so because you went a lot earlier than us so we from what our last day was march 13th it was friday and yeah we were told two weeks and we would be back and everything would be fine and i don't think anybody understood the magnitude of this so we literally walked out of our classrooms and our offices and thought it was like a two-week break. And then within a week, we got information saying, we're going to have to come up with plans and we're going to have to do things. A lot of my stuff is back at my office. So I'm making stuff up for my students. So were you allowed um, back you guys... in at all? No. We were. I was told... I could, we cannot go back in. There have been several people who were able to go back in, but they actually have to tell mm. the principal, the principal has to tell the custodian where to locate something and then they bring it to the front of the building. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So it's, so you better know where everything You have to yeah. be really organized for that method. Right. <laughs> and there's things that I don't, like if I was in there, I could figure out where it was, but I can't. <laughs> In the third drawer, left column. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, it's been a struggle. So where we're at now, I mean, now that I'm facing the reality that this could be a long time. And I mean, even Dante's teachers, I haven't talked to them since this announcement was made. But even last earlier last week, you know, they were saying, you know, like, hopefully, you know, we can see each other in person by the end of the year. But, you know, like, we've got summer. But summer school might not be a thing and for New York State right now it still seems like an unknown they haven't made a decision on it yet and they definitely aren't looking into what September is going to look like because I I don't think September is going to look like normal school so my state has not made the decision whether or not we're going back this year my hunch is that we're not Mm -hmm. Um, but from what I've been told we still have to provide ESY services those are legally bound um, mm-hmm. you do not have to provide summer school, like the normal summer school for kids who just want to go for like fun stuff, you know, uh, but they have to provide the special ed services through ESY. So would that be in home versus in a school if you guys aren't going back to school or uh, is it teletherapy? I think it would still be teletherapy. And are forward. you guys doing teletherapy now? So where I'm doing some teletherapy, I've been told to do it by case by case um, to figure out which ones it would be work, working for and which ones just sending home activities. So I do a little bit of both depending on what which kid I'm working with. Um, for summer, I think they're still trying to figure out how that's going to work. Okay, so for, say, the people living in a state where there's no consistency in how this is being handled and not, again, not putting down anything, but just because there's so many unknowns that there can't be consistency. So, you know, I happen to have a child in a school where they they can't do teletherapy. It doesn't Mm -hmm. seem to be an option. So we're getting activities sent home, and it's been... It's been good and bad. I mean, Mm -hmm. I haven't really seen huge setbacks in Dante um, as opposed to other times where he's been out for a week or two because he's been sick. And like, we kind of really noticed like it took him a while to catch back up again, but you know, it can speak to the fact that he's had really great care, really great therapists, you know, since he was 15 months old that like, you know, he's really starting to get these skills and 
you know, as a parent, you're going to freak out that, you know, like he's Mm -hmm. losing something that he had. So what are we going to do? But, you know, he has. I mean, I was in shock at the videos that you sent me of him moving and walking Mm -hmm. and pushing himself just within the past probably three weeks. Um, Because if you don't know, Carrie and I talk to each other all day long, every day. All day, Um, every day. (laughs) (laughs) and so I get I get my Dante is my boyfriend he is my boo I love him I love Vinny too but it's a different kind of love and uh, the videos that I've seen of him moving around are unbelievable which I knew from from watching him just as the friend on the sideline Mm -hmm. he wasn't there a month ago like he is now Mm -hmm. And he's been doing, um, and we've been kind of playing around with stuff. And actually, ironically, right before we went out on school, we had decided to take him off of one of the medications he was taking, which was a um, form of muscle relaxer just was to kind of help with the spastic in his legs. But, you know, we just didn't see it was helping and it seemed more hassle than it was worth. And, you know, like any parent, I think you want to limit how much medication you're giving your child. Um, so he's been doing well even you know, in spite of the fact that we kind of took him off a of medication that was supposed to be helping with a lot of that spasticity, muscle tightness. So physically we can get that. Well, and first of all, let's just say Dante's four and a half years old. So school is play for him, which should be any kid's work should be play. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of easy enough, mm-hmm. but so PT, we can get him to do that kind of stuff. So it's like, I mean, he's daredevil. So since we've been stuck at home for what, six weeks now, <laughs> he climbs on top of the tall, counter height kitchen stools and stands on top of them now most people might say like he's for a big deal okay um my child has no balance he cannot stand independently so to see him climb to the top of like the tallest height he can find is like terrifying terrifying (laughs) terrifying is not even like extreme enough of a word to use to describe it um my husband went in the basement the other day we always keep our basement door and our outside doors locked um because he can turn handles but he can't turn the lock he doesn't have the fine motor skill for that Mm -hmm. so I was making dinner one day last week and I was in the kitchen and my husband was with the kids and I didn't realize he'd run down to the basement to look for something and then all of a sudden I was like oh like where's Dante and then I'm like where's my husband and so I go around the corner to look and I see the basement door open and he's standing on the first step holding on to the railing like hey mom I'm like that sounds like no like because he he doesn't know how to walk downstairs yet either he doesn't know how to do the butt scoot he does not know how to do anything safely let's put it that way um so I mean he's I mean, he does, but in terms of, like, these things, and I'm like, oh, like, you know, most people would be like, oh, my gosh, my kid learned stairs, my kids learned this. I'm like, no, this is, like, terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> climbing and, like, you know, learning, working on stairs is good. So he loves to climb things. So, you know, getting him to walk up and down stairs a few times a week or a few times a day is good. Um, we bought some makeshift Velcro straps off of Amazon, and we kind of Velcro his feet to the pedals of a tricycle so he's been riding a bike amazingly a lot um wow. you know and pt's a lot of like playing ball and like mm-hmm. passing a ball back and forth turning working on like that core strength the balance so, like that stuff is like you know fun games that he'll do with us speech is you know he's been really into like simple song videos and you know singing and kind of doing the hand motions with it he's you know shouts green it's like his new favorite color and probably his only favorite colors, only color I've heard him verbally say. And he, I kid you not, shouts green no less than like 500 times a day lately. And like, you know, you could hold like 
you know, I'm trying to look for something that people would like. And I want apples coming green too. I can't think of something that's not green. <laughs> like anything you hold in front of them, you know, it could be like a red piece of paper. And he's like, green, green. I'm like, no, like, fine. Like, this is red. And he's like, green. So, you know, he's learning new words and, you know, that's a bunch of like, I mean, speech is a lot of playful games. I think he does with this therapist too, but like the OT, like I have trouble getting him to like really focus on like fine motor Mm -hmm. skills and, you know, when it becomes work, like, you know, they've been trying to even do like speech apps on the iPad, but you know, he loves playing around with the iPad until it becomes work. So once it's an app that has like, you know, work aspect to it, he knows and he doesn't like to do it. And it's very hard for us because we're the parents. I mean, it's very hard for me to get a kindergartner to listen to me and do his work. And, you know, I think I'm in the same boat as every other parent in America that says no less than 50 times a day, would you do this for your teacher? So, um, (laughs) you know, it's, it's a challenge and it's a struggle. So, Jane, I guess my question for you is what as parents or even as teachers, like what are the questions we should be asking the schools to kind of help us all figure out answers? Like what like if we don't go back for summer and these kids need services, what what do you think like we should be asking for and trying to figure out to kind of help these kids not lose all this work that and skills that they've gained? I don't know, since everybody's in the same boat, I'm not sure how much more to ask, but it would be just being a team and making sure that those goals and objectives that are on the IEP are being met. When we do get back to school, really assessing whether or not they are mastered. And having, I would give the therapist like four to six weeks to work with them and make sure that they do have a mastered, mastered skill. And then calling for PPT to reevaluate um, if there's any other goals that need to be put in based on any law, any skill that was lost or regression that had happened. Um, and just in the meantime, being in constant communication with teachers and making sure there are realistic act- activities that are being sent home for parents to handle. Parents didn't go to school to become teachers. Um, and it's, I always say to my parents, even before this, it's good that your kid acts differently at home than they do at school. They're learning the, you know, the different mm-hmm. settings. But now their home is everything. So it's, right. it's different. Um, and as teachers, we need to remember to get, send home those activities that are realistic. Uh, Can you talk about some activities that you send home to your Yeah, so currently students? I work with deaf and hard of hearing students. So I've sent home um, activities that are, you know, bake with your child, make sure they know all the vocabulary, go on a walk and do a scavenger hunt, ask them um, if they can hear certain things in nature or in the house or play sound games. Um, Like if I say Matt, you have to change one of the sounds so you could say the other person says sat, you know? Giving them the things that Mm -hmm. they can make a fun activity at home, but it's still continuing learning. Right. I think sometimes we as humans try to overcomplicate it because we think that 
the more Mm -hmm. is better. Um, So what's really awesome is to hear how you took your lessons and really simplified them for anyone to be able to do. Um, You know, reading a recipe out loud while you cook may not have been an idea, but you're going, wow, I cook every day. Why wouldn't I just read it out? Why wouldn't I shout it out? Um, So it's really awesome that you took something and made it simple and applicable Mm -hmm. to where we are. It's a realistic situation versus thinking of the silver lining of all of this. This is time. And I know it's so stressful on everybody and, you know, on all sides. Um, But this is a time that you're gaining with your kids that you wouldn't be seeing some of these things. Um, So just take it in and make sure you're making it the best that it can be obviously with the support of educators to, you know, give ideas. Right. Great advice. Well, I know that we have to let you go sadly and, you know, there's never enough time to talk to our friends, but we really appreciate you joining us right. tonight. Sure. Jane. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. You just, you just made me feel like I'm not like, you know, the worst mom ever. So thank you. Thank no, you. Absolutely not. And, you know, and even, if it's something we've all heard, it kind of helps to just keep reinforcing it. So thank you for that. Yeah. I hope I help. Yeah. All right. Love, love you. you. Thank you. Thanks. Well, that was a great talk with She's Jane. She's amazing. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, she is amazing. I mean, I could brag about her because, you know, she's one of my best friends ever, but she is incredible. I mean, really, it just, like I said, like, I mean, I'm sure in some way we've all heard this, but she really, for me, put it into a new spin and, you know, like a new way of looking at it. And, you know, I'm obviously, you know, feel like I'm talking to my teachers, my kids' teachers and therapists all the time. And I'm like, you know, am I, am I really talking to them enough? I mean, I, you know, I get their emails with their activities, but I try to make sure I respond. Right. But I mean, that just responding to an email and just saying, you know, like, this is what my kid did this week, I think is you're doing more for your kids than you realize. And it's tough. And aside from just, you know, Dante and his services and stuff, and I think I've said this before, but it needs to be said again, I understand that with as much stress and worry that we have in our house, I know that this could look like nothing to other families. I mean, there's a lot of parents that maybe aren't home. You know, you could have a child with a disability and you could be an essential worker that's working outside your house right now. And I mean, I feel for you that, you know, you could be coming home after eight to 12 hour shifts, you know, depending on what type of work you're doing and still have to figure out a way to like help your kids and, you know, are struggling to find the right type of care. I mean, a child with a disability or special need needs, you know, can't just get any babysitter to come in and help them. And, you know, childcare is a huge struggle on top of childcare that can kind of help me help my kids work towards these goals outside of school. So I think that was really great. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, So I want to talk a little bit about, and people can disagree with me. It's fine. I've already had people disagree with me. I want to talk a little bit about, 
our high school seniors, mm-hmm. our college seniors, um, our children graduating from preschool, our children graduating from kindergarten, elementary school, middle school, and kind of just go on a little rant for a few minutes, uh, which I think you'll let me do. Wait, are we, are we bumping up our fuck that for this evening? No, no, okay. no, no, because I do have that. Okay. I just want, I just want I to do have some... that, but no, this is just in general. For the record, um, we're not saying fuck this or fuck that yet. Not yet. That's as you guys know, is like our very last thing, how we sum up all of so, that. Um, rant but I do have a pretty good (laughs) yes so I uh I do I do feel for those kids um I was the girl who yeah I struggled in high school um but I loved it I struggled in college but I loved it and I was lucky enough to go to three proms in high school our college had a three-day long junior prom not senior prom junior prom um, graduating and walking across that stage, getting the diploma, having senior week, having senior activities, having trips with your friends at the end of the year, the parties upon parties upon parties that you went to, um, which you know you feel is this natural rite of passage because everybody else has done it. Mm-hmm. And I do, I do feel for those kids. I do feel bad for them. But I took a quick survey of people over the past week or so. And I asked them about their prom. Didn't say which one because some schools only have senior prom. Some have junior prom. Some have junior and senior prom as one combination. So I just started talking, you know, do you remember your prom? And most people are like, uh, yeah, yeah, it was a good time. I'm like, cool. Uh, who'd you take? Uh, was the biggest answer. So I don't know who uh is, but apparently they got so much action for prom. Go you. Go you. Um, so I just want you to, like I said, you can disagree with me. I just want you listening out there to realize Yes, you are missing prom, but Carrie and I are in our 30s, and it doesn't matter about prom. Yes, it matters when you're 17. Yes, it matters when you're 18, but it doesn't matter after that because it was one day of your life. Like, life is hard. You got to suck it up. You got to learn how to deal with it. You got to learn how to move. You got to learn how to keep going. You can, you can bitch and bitch about it but it's not going to change it you want to have a prom okay then be creative at home and have your prom you you want to see your friends you want to have graduation I just heard that there was a virtual graduation recently for one of our local school districts how freaking awesome is that like yeah it sucks you can't be with that that person in your class and hearing that hey you go girls because I'm a big fan of the hey you go girls. You can um, shout on Zoom. I mean <laughs> you can. <laughs> you definitely can. yourself. It's just different versus like an auditorium full it of people. Is. Um but you're yes, this is a weird time. But just go with it. Just move on with it. Move forward with it. 
keep being creative. I've seen you on TikTok. Okay. You go, you know, my love for TikTok runs deep. Um, I've seen you out there. You are very creative. You are very smart. You are super intelligent and you're probably smarter than anybody else because you have this ability to look at what's around you and be creative with it. So I'm just saying to all of you out there who are so, so, so negative about everything that's happening for those seniors, for those college students who have worked so hard to get their diploma, for those children moving from one school to the next. And no, I'm not talking about, you know, Carrie's kids because it's completely different with what we just said. But for the normal, average person out there, you just have to figure out a way. Life sucks. Life is hard. And you know what? You know what's shitty is you're learning this at a really young age. But you're going to have to learn it at some point. It can't be rainbows and sunshines all the time. As much as I love to live in that rainbow and sunshine world. And you know that I try my best too. Oh, you have all the rainbows. Um, I think this is a <laughs> great time to call out another great quote from Jen Hatmaker. Um, not to get in too deep oh, to where we're okay. getting all these Jen Hatmaker uh, quotes from, but we attended Rise Live yesterday. Um, we'll talk more about that in another episode because it's so much to dive into. But um, so Jen much. Hatmaker, if you don't follow her, um, she's an author, she's a speaker, she's amazing. Find her, follow her, you'll thank us later. Um, but she gave a yeah. talk yesterday about parenting and courage in parenting during this pandemic. And one of the things that she pointed out that I thought, like, wow. Like, yes, um, it's just that this pandemic could be a teaching moment to teach our kids to deal with loss. And they're all losing something. I mean, but what they're not losing yeah. is their childhood and their youth. And I think we need to remember that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my kids, I, it took me, I mean, it took me weeks to find the balance between, you know, you need to spend all day doing this work like you were in school to like, oh, like you can get your work done in a few hours and then, you know, have fun and you're still learning while you're playing. Although that backfired on me today, um, today being a, <laughs> this is, this is the stage of Rona we're in people, my, my <laughs> bold six-year-old who, um, yes, thank you for reassuring me, Jane, by the way, that it's okay that your children act differently at home than they do at school because at school <laughs> I hear my child's an angel at school when I say what he does at home I get no no not him oh yes him so he's a beast I love that you are open to admit that because there are so many people out there that oh, he's a beast but I, I I applaud you he, and I praise you for your openness he is a <laughs> beast so first of all this kid I mean he is he is such a balance of me and my husband and I swear I don't know if it's a good balance or not like I don't know if he got any good parts or if it's just the, like oh no that's all you all the um, <laughs> but so he's like most kids at his age though he is brutally honest so he's but he's like me I'm a homebody like I mean yeah it sucks that I can't get out and there's things that I'm missing out on but for the most part like I I'm loving this home life 
And he honestly, like this kid is like hashtag homeschool for life. Um, I think he's going to be in for a very huge culture shock when it's back to school in September. But um, so he had his first Zoom call with the class a few weeks ago. They were kind of trying to figure out some like safety privacy precautions before they, you know, connected in that way, which I get they're young. Um, So they connected and, you know, he was sitting next to me. I'm working on my computer. He's in a Zoom call and I'm just kind of letting him do his thing. And I hear his teacher say, you know, who misses school? Who's missing school, guys? I miss you so much. You know, thumbs up if you miss school. And doesn't my kid give a big old thumbs down right in front of the camera? (laughs) And I hear her and she's like, I, and I'm like, no, like, I just, I can't right now. Like, you know, peace out. This is, I'm like, I take no responsibility for this, but I should, because you should always take responsibility for your kids. But so, teaching moments in real life right so we went to do a grocery pickup curbside pickup this afternoon and um we piled in the car like let's get out let's all go sit in the car for you know a few minutes uh, grab a grocery so we're driving home and we're driving by our gym and I'm like oh like Vinny don't you miss going there like isn't it sad that they're closed you miss playing and I don't even know if he gave me an answer but I was like you know he's like well there's a car in the parking lot and you know, they're closed. I'm like, well, it could be, oh, well, maybe they're cleaning. And I'm like, yeah, like true. Maybe they're cleaning. And I said, you know, because they, right. they are there. Some people are there during the week. I said, and you know, they're, you know, open for daycare for, you know, kids who have parents that have to work. I said, so, you know, some parents are doctors and nurses or police officers, you know, they have to work and their kids don't have like a place to go. So they need daycare. I said, so, you know, like emergency workers need a, you know, a daycare for their kids, I said, or, you know, like the community helpers. I'm like, just like Dante learned about in his school lessons this week, the community helpers. And I'm like, who are community helpers? No, mommy. No, it is Sunday. I am not doing schoolwork right now. <laughs> I'm like, I just wanted to know if you knew who the helpers were. And he's like, no, I'm like, I cannot even tell you. That sounds too much like a test, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I cannot. But thank you, anyway. I cannot even begin to explain to you the level of pissed off this kid was at me for the rest of the ride home because I asked him who community helpers were. It wasn't even his work. He's like, you know that, you know that opt out box that you can check (laughs) that all those other parents did, so I didn't have to take the New York State exams. Yeah, I'm checking that today. (laughs) I'm not checking those boxes. My kids can take the test because you know what? I had to take the test. There was never an opt out. My kids are testing. I don't care. And uh, this is coming from a girl who suffered from test anxiety, and uh, I still had to take the test. So. Yeah. I remember watching one of our kids in our math class in sixth grade break out in hives. <sighs> He's slow to take the test, so I don't know what the problem is here, people. I had a girl I knew in college that did that when she had to speak, and I felt so bad because I feel like maybe she knew, but oh. maybe she didn't. But it was like a public speaking class, and I felt terrible because if I get up to give a speech in front of a room full of people, you're going to know I'm nervous because my voice is going to be shaking. I'm going to be talking so fast. I don't even know it. This girl was an amazing speaker. Like, let me just tell you, like calm, cool, and collected, poised, amazing talks. But her 
like it started like from up her neck like and like her face just slowly broke out in hives the more and more she oh. talked and I'm like oh my god that breaks my heart I'm like I feel so bad because like you are amazing at what you're you are killing it right now but your face can't hide it right how are you so nervous um you know but everybody has those nerves and i think as time goes on we we get more comfortable with certain groups of people you um i think too once you especially in public speaking if you're talking about something you're passionate about it's not as difficult versus when you're told you have to speak about something right so so but um, do you want to do a little F this and F that? Um, yeah. Um, I'm going to let you go first because I, I think I'm winging it this week, but I can always come up with something to complain about. So, um, And they're not complaints. <laughs> well, they're I'm not complaints, complain. people. They're just they're, they're statements. They're just our personal opinions on they're things we don't They're highly like. opinionated statements. Highly And opinionated. you don't have to agree with us. So, I mean... Absolutely not. So, I mean, you can agree with us as well. But it's not a requirement to be in our um, fan club. No, absolutely not. But we would love to hear what your F this and F that statements are. So mine right now, because we're talking about education, mm-hmm. um, mine are the signs that people are putting on high school seniors' lawns. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. That just, like, again, I touched on the point. I get it. You are suffering, and I feel terrible for you, okay? That was as monotone as I can get. Because, again, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. And when you look back 10 years from now, you're going to laugh about it, and you're going to talk about how your dad dressed up in a suit and walked you down the stairs, and you TikToked it. And people are going to be like, what's TikTok? Because it doesn't exist, because another app is formed, right? But these fucking signs on my neighbor's yard saying congratulations high school senior class 2020 of blah 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 school I didn't even know how many high school seniors lived in my little I don't know five block radius when I walk my dog we walk about five or six blocks uh, a couple times in a loop for an hour every day which I have told you about um but now I know where they all live. Okay. And I'm thinking, like, I'm not crazy. I'm, I'm a normal person. Yeah, I've had some shit happen to me. Yeah, we all have a little bit of weirdness inside of us. That's what makes us unique. But I'm just like, uh, so now I know that this house has a high school senior. So if I'm some weird-ass creep, I know that there's a 17-year-old or 18-year-old kid living there. And now I can stalk them. Okay, this is my, this is the way I think. Because why, why would I think normally? Like, oh my god, it's so sweet. Like, they're getting this really great honor on their lawn. No, I'm thinking of like, oh my god, if there is a fucking pedophile that lives in my neighborhood, now they know where you all live. Oh my gosh, I'm terrified. That's my thought. So, fuck that. These stupid signs on the lawns for high school seniors. Again, you don't have to agree with me. You can think that they're great and fantastic. I've seen articles where they're putting not only their names out, but their high school senior pictures out. 
okay, I'm going invasion of privacy. Hello, uh, some of these some of these people graduating are not considered quote unquote adults yet. Um, I graduated at 17. Carrie graduated at 17. We were not adults mm-hmm. yet in the world. Uh, I mean, if you are a parent and you are buying that for your child, then fine, good, good for you. You have approved of it. But I'm thinking, okay, fucking wackos out there. What are they thinking when they see this? What are they looking at? Now they know where you live, what kind of car you have, if the car's in and out of your driveway. So for me personally, fuck that. Put your big girl panties on. Put your boxers on if you're a guy or whatever you wear. And get over it. Yes, you need to be recognized. You did a great job. You made it through all your years of schooling for you to go on to college. But... Sorry, dude. Figure it out. That's, that's, for me, that's my fuck that. Well, I have two now because I, I had one. Ooh. And then, like, you made me think of another one. So I'm, I'm going to go with both because the first one's just, I don't think it needs an explanation. So I'm just going to throw it out there. So first, fuck that. Pedophiles. Okay. Like, we're just going to leave it at that. Yes. Like, I, I, can't get into anymore because it totally skews me out this is why by the way i cannot watch law and order criminal intent um i love all law and orders that one i can't watch because it's almost i felt like it was almost always like child sex crimes and it like skeeved me out and like i can't even tell you like and i mean i'm not like an aunt like i love 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 mob movies so, I mean, it's not like I'm an anti-danger, anti-like, you know, bad things happening kind of person, but that's like a whole nother level. Right. And um, I think being a... Kids and animals, two right. things that should never be destroyed. Right. And I mean, I animals. think once you have your own kids, it just takes it to a whole nother level too. So that's it. Um, right. But more importantly, like, fuck this. Fuck this global pandemic. Like, I, like, I keep saying a million times. Throwing it out there. I keep saying it a million times. I love, love, love being at home. Even, like Jane said, like, this time that you're gaining with your kids and to take it in and appreciate it. Like, I know. I know it's fucking hard. I get it. But I love being home with my kids. I love all this time that I wouldn't otherwise get to spend with them. You know, I love right. You know, my child that only has a handful of words that he can say will just look at me and go, mom, mama, mama, mom, you know, and just like, you know, I think it's going to be much harder for both of my boys. They're the biggest mama's boys and I love it, you know, when they do go back. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm just, I'm over it in general. I'm over the arguing about, you know, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. A mask is stupid, but I'm going to wear my mask anyways. You do you, first of all. Um, I'm right. over this. Un- and it's not, I'm not saying like, fuck this in the way that like there needs to be answers. I'm just, it's hard on all of us. It's going to continue mm-hmm. to be hard on all of us. I mean, I just had yet another right. talk with my oldest today about how, so I think I've touched on this before. We were supposed to go to Florida for our spring break. That trip got canceled. We had rebooked it um, for the end of May, which obviously is going to be canceled now. Just thinking, you know, because what 
it was like I said, everything was week by week. Well, you know, like in six weeks, we're going right. to be able to get out again. Well, as time goes on, then we realize, well, even if it opens, which it's not, and we've known for a while that, you know, parks are probably not even opening until June 1st, which, you know, weeks ago we knew that, but now who knows when there's no answers. Um, right. So, and, you know, trying to be the parent that is not preparing your child for loss when we know now that we should be preparing them for loss. You know, we just kept saying, don't worry, we're going to go this year. Like, it's going to be a little bit later than we thought, but we're going to go. Now, I I don't think we are because then we thought, you know, if May doesn't work out, let's go for December. But then, you know, we talked about it. And again, personal choice, but we don't want to go on a trip. So we were going to do Disney and Universal because at the time of booking this trip, my child loved Harry Potter. That is no more, but he will st- he will <laughs> still go to Universal Studios and he will still let us buy him. I, I will tell you as a Harry Potter fanatic, it's like stepping into the Well, movie. and that's the thing. So when he declared that he didn't like Harry Potter, I said, well, okay, we're not going to Universal Studios then. Oh, I'll still go to Universal Studios. And um, can you tell me again how that magic wand works? So he will still let us buy him <laughs> <laughs> so that he can turn yeah. the fountain on with it. So, yeah, I don't like him, but I will let you spend the money on me with all the Harry Potter stuff, and then we'll just toss it aside when we get home. But that's any kid in any vacation, right? But so it, it we had me. That, that's me on vacation. Okay, let's be right. real. So <laughs> my husband me. and I talked um, about a week or so ago, and we just decided it's not going to happen this year. You know. To go when they're talking about theme parks opening again, and there's going to be, you know, already you already have bag checks and all that. So bag checks followed by temperature checks followed by you're going to have to wear a mask. And, you know, how are you going to limit capacity? Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, for what it costs to take your family on any vacation, much less a vacation that includes a Disney World or Universal Studios, you know, I just felt like we'd be going just for the sake of going. And that's a lot. I mean, to us and everybody has their own opinions but to us that's a lot of money to spend just to say we went like I want to wait and I want to go and we can say we could actually enjoy it so I had this conversation with my child today and I said you know bud I just I don't think we're gonna get to oh because he remembered that we were gonna leave May 23rd because he forgets nothing so I said well we're not gonna get to go I said you know the parks aren't even open yet I said it you know, we might not go for a while. I said, cause when they do open, like, you know, you're going to have to wear a mask and, you know, it just probably, it wouldn't be fun if you have to wear a mask and do all this other stuff and whatever. That's okay. We can still go mommy. I'll just wear a mask. It's fine. We can just go. I'm like, like, no, <laughs> like you're missing the point. You're not going. And I mean, it's, you have to appreciate that child innocence at some point too. Um, because, you know, they're just, okay, then we'll just do this where we as adults, like, you know, argue everything that we're told. But as a kid, it's like, okay, well, if it means I'm going to get to do what I want, then I'll just follow the rules. Only that could work with iPad time in this house, but, oh. So I think we're all still together but I'm not exactly sure if we still have Elisa on with us so I think we're wrapping up anyway so we're going to end this episode um school's out school's gonna be out for a while connect with us on Instagram Facebook Twitter we're available wherever you listen to podcasts if you listen to us on a podcast platform where you can 
rate or review us, please do. It helps others find us. Um, share with your friends, with your followers on your social platforms. Um, tell people about us. Sharing is free. Spread the word. Um, and until next time, be brave, be fierce, be filterless. Thanks, guys.